Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host, Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at engageforgood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. There's over 180,000 titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. This episode of Cause Talk Radio, we head north of the border to chat with some of our Canadian social impact colleagues from two incredibly prominent Canadian organizations, RBC and WE. I'm joined by RBC's Senior Director of Youth Strategy and Innovation, Mark Beckles, and WE's Chief Development Officer for Partnerships, Aaron Barton, to talk about a new initiative for their longstanding partnership called We Are Social Entrepreneurs, focused on empowering young people to succeed in the evolving world of work and nurture and entrepreneurial spirit in young people. We discuss how the partners are bringing youth together in real life as well as virtually to teach them valuable skills, including coaching and mentorship, to help bring their ideas to life. RBC feels entrepreneurship is and will continue to be a critical part of Canada's economic prosperity, and they want to be at the forefront of helping nurture budding entrepreneurs. You won't believe some of the incredible ideas that 13-year-olds have come up with as part of the We Are Social Entrepreneurs program. Welcome, Mark and Aaron, to Cause Talk Radio. Oh, thanks for having us, Megan. Aaron, I wonder if you could start us off today by just giving us a bit of background on the partnership between WE and RBC, maybe just in general. How and when did this partnership get started? What are the, some, some of the ways that you've partnered to date? Fantastic. Thanks, Megan, for the question. And um, it's been a long and rich relationship with RBC. Um, RBC is one of WE's leading partners um, across uh, Canada and uh, also in some of our international markets. And uh, we as a network, a platform, um, an engine for making doing good doable. And we work with great brands. We work with young people. We work with schools, all about kind of enabling social good uh, and creating social impact. So that's our mission and our mandate. And we look to fuel our work with youth in schools um, and helping with skill development, uh, social emotional learning skills and capabilities, uh, driving some pretty significant social um, outcomes. And we fuel that work through great partnerships. So we've been partnered with RBC since uh, 2012. Um, RBC is a national co-title sponsor of We Day, which are stadium-sized celebrations that take place across the country, um, as well as a premier partner of We Schools, which has helped to kind of enable our service learning program. And within that, we have some great campaigns with RBC, the We Create Change campaign, which is a coin drive linked to financial literacy with a curriculum called It All Adds Up that helps to really take young people on a journey around understanding how every penny adds up and how they can earn, save, spend, and give. Um, And so that's been one of our anchor programs. And in our next evolution of partnership, we've really been deeply aligning with RBC Future Launch um, to bring about social entrepreneurship and to kind of extend the life cycle of what have been our youth members and participants um, and taking them on a journey to understand social entrepreneurship, workplace, and career readiness. 
Well, and speaking of social entrepreneurship, you have a program we're going to talk about about today called We Are Social Entrepreneurs. So it sounds like this is a new collaboration between your organizations. So could you talk a little bit about the genesis of this particular program? Why is social entrepreneurship something that the two of you wanted to get behind and, and look to solidify? Well, perhaps Mark can speak in a minute around some of the great work that RBC has done with white papers and their human want, Humans Wanted report. Um, but we really um, began our partnership with RBC as they launched Future Launch. Um, and in 2017, really looked at we are social entrepreneurs as being able to be a proof point of that commitment to empowering young people with the skills to kind of work in the evolving world of work. So we are social entrepreneurs is exactly as its name says, about seeing and developing the entrepreneurial spirit of young people. Um, and that young people we're looking at uh, all the way, you know, junior high um, through to early university years, and then onwards as they're beginning their careers. Um, but instilling the spirit of entrepreneurship, seeing the ability um, in which business can create good and the skills that come with that. So we have uh, the We Are Social Entrepreneurship Program um, it is allowing us to have a series of summits and outreach across the country, uh, a business case challenge, and then incubation for those kinds of amazing young budding entrepreneurship ideas uh, to be able to get coaching and mentorship, both from we and RBC and partners uh, to bring your ideas to life. Well, Mark, I wonder if you can talk a little bit about um, your major initiative called Future Launch that Aaron just referenced, just for a little bit of context for everyone. Yeah, sure. So RBC Future Launch, and thank you for the question, Megan. RBC Future Launch is uh, a 10-year, $500 million commitment to help empower Canadian youth for the jobs of tomorrow. And really, when we think about the jobs of tomorrow, we also think about entrepreneurship in the context of the jobs of tomorrow, because the Canadian economy is, in fact, fueled by entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is as Canadian as the Maple Leafs are to hockey. And so through RBC Future Launch, one of, uh, one of our opportunities is to think about how do we unlock the entrepreneurship spirit and potential of young people, um, whether they're doing it for profit or, or doing it uh, to enable uh, social good, to ensure uh, that we can propel uh, Canada forward. The interesting, about, interesting thing about RBC Future Launch is that since 2017, one in five young Canadians have been reached uh, through an RBC Future Launch supported uh, program. And that is one of the reasons why our partnership with WE is so important because uh, WE has the capacity to reach thousands and thousands of young people across Canada. And because of partnerships with uh, organizations like uh, WE, we are able to sort of be at the forefront of helping youth react to, to, you know, sort of constant change and opportunities that technology has brought about and to embrace the fact that they need to be lifelong learners to thrive. And as a result of what we're doing through RBC Future Launch, we're beginning now to sort of see uh, young people emerge who you know, are self-starters who are productivity-oriented and who've shown an interest in developing the kinds of skills that are necessary to, uh, to pursue opportunities that are evolving 
and as I said, to help fuel the economic prosperity of Canada. So this partnership is important, uh, and we consider that RBC Future Launch is a sort of a transformational piece in enabling the change that we want to see. I love that, and I love that you're both such strong advocates and supporters of not only just youth, but this whole social entrepreneurship piece. I mean, it definitely seems like that's something that youth are gravitating toward today, so kudos to both of you for... uh this very cool partnership. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your um, We Are Social Entrepreneurs Youth Leadership Conferences. Um, This is something that we is, I I don't even know the adjective to describe how amazing your organization is at really bringing youth together in person around exciting events, high energy events. So Erin, would you talk a little bit about maybe We's philosophy about bringing youth together in real life and how it applies to this particular program? Absolutely. So we have a long history of organizing youth conferences and engagements. Um, you know, as an alumni of the program, I've been involved for 20 years, and that's where my own journey with the organization started, was attending some of our first wow. leadership conferences and camps. So um, very, very close to my heart is, is this program around bringing young people together real time um, to connect. And most importantly, to find that there's other like-minded individuals who are working in this space. You know, young social entrepreneurship is, is still relatively new and it's emerging. And hence why, you know, this collective partnership about drawing it out and building those skills is so important. But being able to find an opportunity to connect in person through the youth leadership conferences has been invaluable to the young people who've, who've come forward. And they've only had really wonderful things to say. And it's provided an opportunity for us to also hear from youth around what some of the unique challenges, struggles, opportunities, and where their passions lie. So we do a lot of this in-person training, and in nearly every province across the country on a rotational basis, we're hosting a youth leadership summit. But we've also been looking at how we can make that program universally accessible. And, um, you know, the, the partnership with RBC is certainly enabling us to take a look at this not just for the in-person, you know, organic grassroots um, touch points that we can have with the leadership training, but also beginning to have the ability to deploy some of this great work virtually, um, but still in a very connected experience. And so we've got more virtual events happening, which is allowing youth in really rural areas in the far north to participate um, in Indigenous communities. And so we're excited about that. And that's where we see opportunity for growth and scaling. Uh, We are social entrepreneurs is through greater virtual enablement. Um, Our We Global Learning Center based in in Toronto has provided us with a great space to be able to do this and leveraging technology like Skype and others where there can be a real-time conversation uh, drawing people in. If, if I if I could, I'd love, love to jump in a little bit to say, even from a from an RBC uh, employee perspective, that, that you know this uh, these conferences and this initiative are great for for RBC uh, in the sense that RBCers have the opportunity to participate in these conferences. Uh, both in person and virtual and, you know, connecting uh, with youth and to local community, to, to young change makers and, you know, leveraging the expertise and capabilities that we have across this organization to support the development of, of youth leaders. Uh, and, and, you know, because we have such broad capabilities across uh, RBC, we can engage in a number of different activities, whether it be design thinking activities, 
where you know youth gain a stronger understanding of how to create and uh, solve problems, who you know create ideas, um, you know uh, to work together collaboratively towards uh, providing solutions to uh, to challenges, um, but also to provide youth hands-on mentorship and, and coaching, you know um, around concepts that sort of help. Uh, address issues of financial literacy and to our conversation here around social Mm -hmm. uh, entrepreneurship. So, you know, we get to unlock the full value of this we-RBC relationship that moves well beyond a financial relationship, but really sort of uh, centers our intention around unlocking not just the potential of young people, but unlocking the potential of RBC employees all toward doing social good. I love that, Mark. And I'm sure that for the RBC employees, that employee engagement piece is really m- motivating and energizing to be around, you know, these youth that are super focused on social entrepreneurship and you know, their vision and their dreams. That's got to be rewarding for your employees as well. It's also very important from uh, the perspective of skilled volunteerism. You know, I think, um, Megan, a lot of those that are listening, you know, to your to your series and cause talk, um, would be interested in different ways in which employee engagement happens. And there's a lot of great um, engagement of employees from, you know, hands-on volunteer roles and things that you can see across different initiatives. But this is allowing for a level of true, meaningful, skilled volunteerism to, to come to life and something that's scalable and allows for that deep regional connection. Because we'll have, you know, upwards of 75 or 150 youth at any of these leadership conferences, and each is looking for a mentor who can really coach them. Um, And that's what the partnership with RBC brings to life. I love that. And you just answered one of my other questions. I was curious to know how many many youth attend these conferences, but sounds like a a significant number. Um, So when uh, is your goal when youth come out of these events that they have an idea for social enterprise or their other goals you're hoping that they will help, you know, they'll be able to achieve after completing this program? I mean, ultimately, the goal is for uh, youth uh, to understand that they can take uh, action on key social issues that they care about uh, through social entrepreneurship, as well as gain transferable 21st century skills to ensure that they are equipped uh, to participate in the workforce, whether it is as an entrepreneur or as an employee of of a company. You know, the neat thing is that at these events, uh, you know, youth get to the, the opportunity to hear from inspirational we speakers and experts on social change. They get to participate in conversations around innovation and entrepreneurship. They receive mentorship from industry professionals and youth change makers. They participate in interactive uh, modules uh, to further develop or kickstart projects around uh, around change. And so on so many levels, um, you know, youth uh, come out of these events with an idea for social enterprise uh, that really can help them develop and really help uh, help Canada as a, as a nation. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. One foundational business book I love and have recommended for years is Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action by Simon Sinek. Instead of focusing on what a business does or how it gets done, Sinek advises to focus on the why behind it all. You'll find this book powerful for both your personal as well as your professional life. And you can get Start With Why for free on Audible with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. 
also have an incubator program, which I think is pretty unique as part of this We Are Social Entrepreneurs program. Can one of you tell me a little bit more about that aspect and uh, maybe some, some, some things that have started to percolate within that incubator, some examples? This, is, this has also been a big joint piece. So from the um, architecture of this element of partnership, we've been very, very close. And, and I think what was unique about us building We Are Social Entrepreneurs is, is truly a joint collaboration. Um, between our RBC We We Schools team, uh, the RBC Future Launch Group, so it's um, it's been very fascinating for us to see all avenues from the educational resources that we deploy to the youth leadership conferences, which are bringing you know being able to pull young people out and create that moment of connection, the virtual conferences as well, which allow us to reach incredible scope and scale of having thousands attend at a a single moment, um, to the business case challenge. And then for those that do take that business case challenge to develop kind of a social entrepreneurial idea or something that they had been noodling on and looking to take it to the next level, putting a business case together, they're invited to join us as part of our um, incubator program. So at the completion of that conference, um, they can take on the challenge, they submit, and then we um, have a selection by which some youth are joining both in an in-person incubation hub that's based here in our We Global Learning Center in Toronto, uh, which has been a space that we collaboratively developed with RBC, uh, kind of an alternative classroom-style fun space where youth can come and where they can connect and um, with great experts and mentors, and or can do an incubation kind of virtually and gain that same level of mentorship, coaching, and support. And that's intended to help them take an idea through to a real business plan and something that could be viable, building their skills along the way. And so that's offered to kind of a handful of very of the more successful uh, submissions of the business case challenge. And it is an area that we are looking to scale and grow together as we're seeing increasing demand and also as we're seeing some more sophisticated um, entrepreneurship ideas come to life. Um, now, Mark, I know we've got a whole whole list of a whole slew of different folks that we've looked at, but I would, you know, offer, for example, Nina Kaderi, who is uh, one of our youth incubators from New Brunswick, um, who is incredibly passionate about animal rights and animal care. And so what she looked to do was to create an enterprise around collecting recyclable goods, you know, and, and making sustainable, comfortable pet beds and things like that for her local animal shelter. But that's the kind of example of something that is, you know, where you can, um, earn a revenue to give back or where you can be making a good to contribute to the social cause that we see. And that was from a 13 year old. So pretty impressive. Yeah. Other, can't look it, other examples. It, yeah. It's been, it's been incredible. It's been incredible to read the stories of the, you know, 12 or so youth that have gone through the intensive summer in- incubator program where they have developed uh, business uh, plans for micro social uh, enterprises and to Aaron's point, that the, the range of ideas uh, are just mind-boggling for for thirteen for thirteen-year-olds. Another would be Edgar in Ontario, who's passionate about plastic pollution, and is creating an enterprise that conducts research into biodegradable plastics that can be used to make water bottles. And a percentage of the profits made will then be used to investigate access uh, to water for Indigenous. Uh, community so profit uh, to do good and and so those are just two stories of uh, you know from young people who really are putting their best efforts toward thinking about how do they leave the world in a better place than they found it enabled by this uh, this this uh, in, in incubator program 
I love that. Thank you for sharing both of those examples. Those are uh, very humbling as somebody who is much older than 13 and has not launched a social enterprise that cool yet in my life. So uh, thanks for sharing that. I wonder if each of you could kind of weigh in about this is kind of a new partnership for you, although you're not new partners, but this is kind of a new undertaking. Has there been anything that's surprised you or that you kind of felt like, oh, that's an interesting learning that we've had so far about this that we didn't expect? Anything that you can think of, either of you, both of you, um, about this particular initiative? Um that kind of jumps out to you, stands out to you? Well, I think one, one aspect was, um, you know, we were, we were curious out the game as to how much this would be a push versus pull, if you will, kind of program, right? Um, and I think that's always when we're, when we're looking for what are the lessons in, you know, cause development between nonprofits and, and uh, you know, great corporations and brands. How do you develop something that's really authentic and that is serving the community? And um, so we had a sense of, what we thought was important in terms of skill development, um, what we felt like we might want to achieve together, how this could be valuable to extending, you know, the life cycle of the we participant who's taken action on basic service and volunteerism throughout their life, but is now looking at like, how can they, you know, attach this to their career journey or develop some really innovative um, self-sustaining solutions. We knew that RBC was looking to develop the skills for, you know, the, the future of work. And so we, we crafted this and put an idea out there. And I think um, the voracious appetite <laughs> that we've seen from our membership has been one of the um, exciting things. And to, to know that, you know, with some of the consultation that we did, we've developed a program that is really serving the needs um, and that we're able to adapt uh, and to ensure that we can be responsive in a very agile way, um, to me, has been one of the, the great delights and exciting elements of this, is that how much it's been truly a pull versus a push. Yeah, no, I would I would 100% agree with that. And I would I would go further to say that I think for, for us, it's been truly uh, amazing to see the range of, of ideas and, and innovation mm-hmm. Uh, that young people have brought uh, to the the table, uh, you know, it's not that they are just sort of taking what's always been done and sort of tweaking on the margins. They're coming up with new and innovative uh, ways to really drive social good in, in, in a way that, you know, it's it's differentiated. It, it's, it's vibrant. It, you know, it sees them taking risks and really having a longer term view of the of the of the of the challenge um, in terms of how they develop you see them opening up you see them creating you see them expanding you see them connecting you see a sense of prosperity and at the end of all of this what i've observed is a real sense of happiness um, given that what the ideas that are being incubated because they're uh, are sort of directed toward enabling social good there's a sense of fulfillment that the journey that they have started uh, will ultimately lead to improving the lives of, of, of others. And so for me, those have been really, really good. And, and, I, and I would say that, you know, we can learn a lot from 13-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I love that. So and you, can, you can definitely tell by each of your voices. I mean, you're both very enthusiastic spokespeople for for your partnership. But even when each of you were telling the specific story about the kid that you wanted to share um, in the incubator, you even got more enthusiastic. So I would imagine that, you know, being inspired by these 13 year olds or teenagers or however old they are, is also a really great source of content for each of your organizations. And that I would imagine kind of rallies each of your individual organizations around these kids as well. So you're sharing their story and, and their content. Um, and it's helping you tell your partnership story. But it's also just kind of one of those one of those subjects that's super contagious, because it is very inspiring. I, I'd say that it challenges us from a future launch perspective, to think very differently about how we execute uh, this strategy. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean, ensuring that we keep youth at the center of everything that we do, and we do so uh, having been informed by their voice and their perspectives and recognizing that when we do that, we actually do get to unlock their, their full uh, potential. Um, but it also challenges us to think very differently about RBC, the organization, whether as an employer, as a bank, as a corporate citizen or a brand, what do we want to stand for uh, as, a, as an organization? And ultimately, it allows us, once we get that right, to really be a catalyst for change and in terms of how we address one of the most pressing issues of a generation, uh, which if we get this right, can actually fuel the economic prosperity of Canada where everyone has a place, including uh, our, mm-hmm. our youth. And, and the partnership with we in particular is an example of how two organizations with shared values uh, can actually drive measurable social impact and, and sector innovation and system change because we are we are committed to a higher purpose. And if you get that mix right, anything's mm-hmm. possible. So well said, Mark. And I think where we've both done a phenomenal job um, is by leveraging our respective platforms to tell that story and to amplify that exact message around the amazing examples of what young people are, you know, capable of doing and the transformative change that can come from that. I mean, the examples that we're seeing are everything from building apps to creating new products to finding significant innovations in the way to collect recyclable plastics and transform them into products for good and that are giving back. I mean, it's the, the sustainable business ideas are profound. Um, and one example of a story that we've really been able to amplify and uh, both, use both of our platforms, the platform of WeDay, RBC's communication channels, we've done full broadcast press around this, is, is that of a young girl, Madison Tory. Um, who was very ill and in, in, in the hospital um, and realized, you know, the, the plight of youth in hospital and the challenges that they faced. And then went on to start a social enterprise, creating hugs and selling these fleece, beautiful fleece scarves that look like a hug uh, to be able to give back to the hospital and to organize events and programs. Um, so a lived experience that transformed her went on to build her skills as an entrepreneur has made tens of thousands of dollars in selling these fleece hugs, which have been a significant contributor back to the hospital that served her. And being able to provide a platform with our brands, with our programs and activities to tell her story and to inspire many other young Canadians is awesome. And that's exactly what we want to be doing. So it's about really taking a 360 communications approach to this whole thing, um, putting everything behind it to, to share that because that is what will 
have others look to and see the potential um, in themselves, that that spirit is there and that they too can create a sustainable difference. I love that. And thank you to both of you for sharing those examples and, and these insights. I wonder, Erin, if you could tell us how people can find out more about We Are Social Entrepreneurs online. For sure. So real simple, uh, we're we.org and that's we.org backslash wave, W-A-S-E stands for We Are Social Entrepreneurs. Um, and you'll find more information about the program there and the various ways to, um, to engage. Um, but it's, it's a pleasure. Uh, we're really proud of this as a partnership. And I think what's true is the authenticity of this to both of our um, brands and to what we stand for. And so there's been a lot of brand love and we're, you know, understanding how people are responding. And it's been very positive um, because of that true skill development and it being an authentic representation of what uh, both we and RBC stand for. Amazing. Well, thank you both again for joining us on Cause Talk Radio. And we will look forward to continuing your fantastic success with this program in the future. Thanks, Thanks so much. So much for